0: Hey guys, before we start this week's episode, I want everyone to be sure to subscribe, rate, and review to Sys, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. It helps us grow. I just want to thank all of you who have supported the official box
1: owner brand. I too was someone who pointed blame. I blamed all of my previous partners for the language I would use is their emotional unavailability you they would just, say that about every partner. Mm-hmm. Right? you just it's you you're not emotionally available to me you're not emotionally available to me until i became to until i came to realize i wasn't emotionally available mm. to me so how can i i wasn't even being emotionally open honest transparent i didn't know my emotions nor did i really fully share them with someone else so how can one emotionally connect
0: Uh, we're going to get a little bit away from hygiene and talk more into mental health. And this week I'm joined by Tammy from the reality podcast. I met her on my Patreon and also from her being a huge fan of my other podcast, horrible decisions. And she decided to have the conversation with me regarding self sabotage. As we all know, uh, Feminine hygiene does affect sexual health, but what also affects your sexual health is your mental health. So guys, it's another tale of womanhood for women by women. Enjoy. enjoy, 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 enjoy. So you guys heard in the intro. This week, I am joined by Tammy, the host of The Reality, the podcast. Uh, Hey, Tammy. Hi, guys. Hi, honey bunny. (laughs) Y'all, she's being nice to me because uh, this will be an episode more so on self-reflection. The crazy thing is I I talk about how much your feminine hygiene affects your sexual health, but I want to talk about as well. Just how your mental health (laughs) affects your overall, not only sexual health, but health um, in general. And as some of you may know, I have found love for the first time in my 30-year-old life. And this past week, I think with the holidays coming up, I just, I got scared. I chickened out. Um, And I felt like I purposely Wanted to self-sabotage the relationship that I'm currently in, ah, uh, more so in fear than anything. Um, and Tammy read me for filth on an Instagram live. So this conversation is going to be about handling your emotions. Um, but also self-sabotage and what that looks like and how you can overcome it. Uh, so, Tammy, I guess let's just go ahead and get into it. I guess you understand the conversation, but have you ever felt like you self-sabotaged any of your relationships in the past? I self-sabotage all of my relationships.
2: That's what I'm saying. And and that was the conversation and when we were having it um, on live the other day, I was like, Mandy, please don't do this to yourself. Like for real, don't do this because I've been there. Remember I told you, remember we had the conversation, I think it was on um, one of the lives that we were on. And um, I was telling you how I always dated light-skinned men because um, it made me feel better. Like about me,
0: Uh, about yourself. Yes, actually, because you know this audience may not have heard that, and I don't want them to take that in the in in any particular way. Although it is kind of crazy, could you could you share what that was to you, um, and what it like? So, how did you internalize that behavior, like, and why? So, what it was to me,
2: and this is thirty seven year old Tammy, you know, birthday in two weeks. Um. 37-year-old me looks back at 21-year-old me and says, damn, girl, you was dumb as hell. Because it was self-sabotaging. So, I was in the military and um, I met this guy. He was a great guy. He's still a great guy to this day and um but i i genuinely had an attraction to him for the most part initially because he was light-skinned and i'm dark skinned so i thought that our skin tones looked great together and if i thought that i was gonna have a baby at least it would be you know what i'm saying cute because he's light-skinned right this is what i was thinking back in, when i was that is insane it's fucking stupid let's just put it out there
0: especially <laughs> because if a black man were to say this he would be crucified at the stake
2: oh yeah but i mean i put i nailed myself to the cross all the damn time so it don't make me okay. no difference <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> so
2: I, and when i did that and i'm i'm now looking back at it and then i saw the way i ran away from him once he went, when, when we ended up really genuinely loving each other i ran i i i i, I got on the fucking plane Okay, Chicago, thanks. Um, They they (laughs) eat bunks all the time. It's okay. Um, So I I flew back home immediately because I was stationed in San Diego with him. And I flew back home. And I had a two-way ticket to go back and I never did.
0: Oh, wow. And you didn't return back to that relationship, not because he was light-skinned, but what was the reason? No reason. You didn't have a reason? No. So I want to get still my friend to this day. (sighs) So for for those of you listening and and guys, like I said, emotionally, you may see yourself in some of these conversations, um, self-sabotage, let me read exactly what that looks like or, or what it means. Mm -hmm. Self-sabotage actually refers to behaviors or thought patterns that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do. So you wanted to be with him, but for whatever reason, you just never returned mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Did he ever get a reason?
2: He, you know, over the years, I kind of gave him a roundabout explanation. I just really missed home, yada, yada, yada. But that was bullshit. I was I was afraid of him loving me. That's really what it was. And I mm. couldn't handle it at that time. And now that he's engaged to be married to someone else, oh, my feelings. Ooh, I am in my feelings <laughs> because that's the man. That's the, he, he, fuck what he look like. That's the man that I, I love him. Like I genuinely love him. I'm still in love with him. I love him. I'd never tell him that, but I'm on the podcast saying shit, but that's really what it is. You know what I mean? And so then after that relationship, I've just self-sabotaged every other relationship, every single one of them.
0: So, I know you've heard me say this before, and it's it's crazy for me to say it as someone who's been a host of a sexually liberating podcast focusing on destigmatizing kinks mm-hmm. and and living in my truth and I'll be honest with you, it wasn't until I started feeling the love from this man and the love leave myself that I realized I was even worthy to receive uh, these emotions. I think a, a, a long standing part of me did not believe that a man would ever truly value me or have feelings for me because of the ways in which I maybe went about sex or dating or having multiple partners. And it's crazy because I feel completely out of control and something that I mentioned as well with these feelings that I'm feeling, a part of me is like jumping the gun and in terms of self-sabotage, I was questioning if I should just ghost him now, because I said, Oh my God, the feelings that I have right now for this man. And that was, I can't imagine. Well, to me, it was more so like, I can't imagine being this high And how low, low is going to feel Mm -hmm. when we break up. And so a part of me was almost just preparing for a heartbreak. Wait, did you hear what you just said? What?
2: You said preparing myself for when. So uh, so you put yourself, so we do this thing, right? And I do it too. So that's why I'm saying We. We do this thing where we expect it to fail. So I'm just, uh, I, I'm I'm looking at it with the glass half empty mentality already because I know this is going to fail because I'm going to do something and I'm going to get myself out of this. I know he loves me, but I got to get myself out of this because this is too deep for me. That's what you just said because you
0: you didn't say if, you said when. So And that's, that comes from me in my mind, of course, and how I overthink everything. It comes from me being a logical person to, to me, uh, to, as we all know, nothing lasts forever. I truly believe that. I also don't believe that, you know, you're truly meant to be with maybe one person for the rest of your life. And it's so weird because this did kind of happen like a love at first sight type of thing. I don't think either of us was expecting to be where we are now in in our feelings because we we just didn't anticipate it. I was honestly looking for someone to sleep with once a week uh to oh, rebound yeah. from someone that I cut off. I and remember that. And you know and he met me on the pretense of what a mutual friend had to say about me and then seeing my podcast and so he viewed me almost as a character or a fun girl and had no idea that we would be where we are now and i say all this to say that as women i think a lot of us always want we we want a relationship a lot of us want to feel loved a lot of us when we get involved or start to like someone we always imagine the next or the next level i would say and what exactly does this relationship mean And in reality, I don't think a lot of us take the time to see if we are truly ready to endure those feelings or to give in the way we should give in a relationship. Well, I think that
2: uh, I'm going to talk about me specifically.
0: Let's talk about it. So for me,
2: because I, I am one of those people that just loves to be by myself. It's really weird. And I know that it's weird and quarantine has made it even worse Um, because of just, that's just kind of the way I am and just the human being type self or just, you know, I end up doing this thing where, so say I get a boyfriend, right. Or a man friend or even someone to come over mm-hmm. and give me some dick every now and again, you have to leave <laughs> my house. You cannot stay. You have to leave. Mm. You, you can't stay. I understand that you call yourself my boyfriend. That's great, but you have to leave. And the reason why is because I don't want you to get attached. But more importantly, I don't want myself to get attached.
0: What What, what fears do you have with attachment? Because I know for me, it's control issues. Like, and right now, I feel completely out of control of my feelings. And that's the part I do not like. So what about you? what 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 do you fear in attachment so the the biggest bond that i had
2: um with a man just so happened to be my father and when he passed away i feel like i don't want any attachments to anyone because you're gonna fuck around and die and i don't want this to happen to me again so I'd rather you just stay over there and I'm going to stay over here. And when I feel like, you know, giving up the push, then you can come over. You can, you can, but you have to leave immediately thereafter. Now I will give you a rag to wash off your dick. But other than that, you got to go, bro. You now, can't stay
0: now, here. Now, now, now I want to ask you, Tammy, do you have a lot of friends?
2: <sighs> I like to describe myself as an extroverted extroverted introvert, right? So I have a lot of acquaintances. I do have a, a very selected amount of friends. And then there's like this kind of family dynamic too, of people that I just fucks with like hard in my family. But to tell you that I have more than 10 friends that I call on a regular basis, I would be lying to you.
0: Now for anyone listening and wondering why I asked that question it's because I recently uh, had a life coach. And I was telling him uh, a little bit, I guess, about the self-sabotage and how I compartmentalize my relationships with men Mm -hmm. and what I expect out of them and how I kind of felt like I didn't have to do anything in return. And when I spoke about my friends, it was a completely different narrative. And he's like, well, if you're giving somebody your all, and when I say your all, of course, that's your body, your energy, you're allowing them to enter them and, you know, you're allowing them to enter inside of you. Mm -hmm. Why would you not treat them the same way in which you treat your friends? Mm -hmm. And so I asked you if you had friends because people are going to die. It's Death. not just it's not just men. Yes, it's not just someone that you fall in love with. And so I asked you if you had friends because I wondered if you also treated the attachment to all people, it's all people in this way because you lost your dad.
2: It's all people. It's everybody. So I mean... Me me and Mandy Pandy were talking before we got on here. And I was telling her that I'm moving out of my studio into a one-bedroom. The initial reason why I got a studio was because I didn't want nobody to come visit me. You have to go. You have to leave. You you can't stay here. It's not just with boyfriends. It's everybody. It's family members. So
0: funny. That's why I'm like, I have two bedrooms now. And I have a queen bed in in my my office slash guest bedroom. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. My next apartment, I ain't even putting a bed in there because it's a lot of people to just invite themselves and to stay in my space. And so even bringing that up, I guess I do want to dive into kind of also the expectations of what a relationship looks like and why as women we overthink those, um, I want to say like almost the gaming levels of what a relationship entails. So we all know we have the it's complicated mm-hmm. we have the men that we just have sex with mm-hmm. we have the men that we have sex with but we want more but they're not really giving you more so uh-huh. it's kind of a situationship so you're in a relationship in your head then you are in a relationship and then and then what so in these relationships that you have where you set the you know you set the premises outright up front do you ever feel yourself over analyzing the what's next. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and so yeah, so what is what's next to you when you're dealing with a man where do you feel like the levels of what next happens? So, you're sleeping with him. You start to like him. What in your mind is the next level of solidifying what a relationship would be to you.
2: So I'm one of those, the very weird, one of the very weirder listeners to your original podcast. I have no business listening to it because I'm so, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm so A-type. I'm very A-type. I, I don't believe in, I believe heavily in monogamy. I, listen, you fucking me, you ain't fucking nobody else, period. I don't give a fuck if, um, you know, we just fucking. I don't give a fuck if we dating. I don't give a fuck if we in relations. I don't give a fuck if you say you gonna put a ring on this finger. You ain't fucking nobody but me. But now, Do stress. you let this be known? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have tested. multiple partners? No. We no, go, you don't. No, okay. we go get tested. You know, I take a screenshot of my results from my doctor, send it to him. He sends it. And this is a thing, because once I'm fucking you, one. I don't like condoms. So there's that. But I have to do those things to protect myself. Now, it, but in that, it's also easier for me to get rid of you if I, in following the steps that I just named, because I can put myself in a box and literally shut down on you, and you'll have no idea why. I do it all the time,
0: mm, and see, I do it. I'm not gonna time. lie. In terms of ghosting, uh, which again, I, I I told you, I immediately went to as the resolution to get. A grasp and control of my own feelings i know that that's one of my toxic traits i know that human decency it's an it, it's a characteristic that i shouldn't pride myself in having um however i also do believe that no one is owed an explanation of why i don't want them in my space i think that as as women as human beings uh, we're allowed to afford the energy and people that we surround ourselves with and we're allowed to eliminate those same beings uh without explanation because clearly it's because it's how i feel um in, i will in certain situations i'm sorry to cut you cross
2: no go ahead but i feel like in certain situations i will explain and there are certain situations where if i just don't give a fuck enough Then you won't get anything. I was dating this guy recently. This is during quarantines, And he pissed me off um, because he was trying to play fight. But I had like literally like a case of water and a box of wine, like literally in my hands. And he's trying to hit me in my face. And I took it very offensive. Right. So. Um, I go to my car, I get in the car and I mind you, this man is walking behind me as I'm walking with a box of wine and a 24 pack of fucking water in my hand. He ain't offered to take it yet. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, okay. So since one, I done went to the store, bought you all of the things that you needed for you and your kids. Now I got to carry this shit to my car. You literally walking behind me and now you want to play, play with me in my face, bro, don't play with me like that. So when I left him that day, I haven't talked to him since. Mm. He texted me and said, You done being you, you done being a dick, and he still ain't got a response yet. But that's because mm. I feel like you disrespected me. And if you don't know that, you, that I feel like that was just a common human decency thing. So when you bring up human decency, it ain't it has nothing to do with, you know, being a woman or whatever. That's just plain how you were raised. Right. And for me, I don't feel like he's owed an explanation because if you're being a dick, then I don't have to give you an explanation on why you being a dick turns me off. Doesn't get my pussy wet at all.
0: My want to now, be with you now. In terms of someone, you know, like like you said, disrespecting you, I wouldn't say you leaving that situation was a form of self sabotage because I think it was definitely more of you knowing the way in which you want to be treated. Um, I did want to get into self sabotage and sometimes why we do it. It is some uh, a little bit of what we spoke of before. Uh, there are many reasons that we become our worst enemies. Mm. Uh, the specific causes of our behaviors are likely unique to each individual, which is why when we're saying this, you may be hearing one way of self sabotage from me and another from Tammy. Right. Um, some of the issues are rooted you know in self-destructive behavior and they include rooted issues such as procrastination or avoidance Mm -hmm. fear of intimacy or rejection which is definitely where I land ditto lack of self-worth or self-compassion which I'm comparing myself to that as well imposter syndrome And fear of the unknown. Oh, shit. So four of these (laughs) relate to me. I did also want to speak of what imposter syndrome meant. For those of you who may not know, uh, imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. I do that all the time. And I'll say... That's almost how I feel in this relationship. I do. I feel like, do I have what it takes to be a good girlfriend? Do. do I have what it takes to be a good partner, a lover, a, a a a confidant, a a partner in crime? I mean, all of these things because I felt like I've never fully given a person this side of me. A part of me feels like. I'm not even supposed to be here. It's like, shit, maybe I'm supposed to be a hoe for the rest of my life. Like, and, you know, I feel like there's roles for everybody. And I guess a part of, you know, kind of my confusion right now is feeling that exactly. Like, is this, is this real?
2: I don't know where I land in that spectrum, but I feel like I'm all for those things depending on how I wake up that day. Right. So (laughs) for me, um, there's a lot of days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, Oh my God, girl, you look like shit. And so then I go out into the public well, before the quarantines and I dress myself to, I cover up my body. I don't, you know, I, I, you, you look like shit. So you feel like shit kind of thing. And so I don't approach men because, you know, I'm ugly you know i have that thing mm. and then growing up hearing oh you you know what i'm saying you just look just like your daddy that that fucked up motherfucker kind of bullshit you know what i mean it makes me believe that okay girl but maybe you ain't that cute today so then i go out and i and then i put that energy out into the world right right so then i'll be with a guy i just was with a guy recently and i've known him for years and i keep pushing him away right and i keep pushing him away because he keeps calling me beautiful and i'd be like bro could you stop
0: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're you're not even accepting the compliments no, from from someone else
2: no god no please stop
0: i will say i, I that's <laughs> not uncommon no there are a lot of women that don't know how to receive uh, compliments and i think that that would 100% be a form of self Sabotage. Oh, you feel time. as though you're not deserving of these compliments, and
2: on top of that, so then like he'll do things, and he'll, he'll t- like uh, we'll be landing right, and I'll wake up, and he'll be staring at me, and I'll be like, "Bro, could you find something else to do?" And he'll say certain things like, oh, "But you, but be- you're so beautiful, and you're so pretty when you sleep," and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, because I know I be drooling and shit. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, you know, I'll do that." like i I'll, I'll I'll take the compliment and turn it into a negative very quickly,
0: yeah, that's i I do want to ask you too, uh tammy, have you uh went to therapy and shared these these thoughts at all ever I mean well, I watch a lot of Dr Phil, you know he helps me, oh out. my God um, oh my.
2: Me. <laughs> I, um, no, <laughs> the answer to the question is no, but I'll tell you why, because a lot of, a, a lot of the therapeutic, um, um, resolutions that a therapist is going to give you, um, I already kind of figured out, I mean, I know how, I know the ways in which I'm fucked up and I know the ways in which to fix it. And I need to start practicing it in regards to how I live my life um, and, and and go forward. Because if I keep having these self-sabotaging thoughts, not only in relation with people, I'm going to continue that throughout, you know, my business, um, throughout my actual work, um, not the work, the work outside of my business. I have a job. Um, but, Um, it's going to just, it's going to be a, it's going to be a trickle effect. If I think I'm saying that right. And, um, it'll just trickle down and it'll get into every part of my life. So what'll end up happening is, is that I just won't be happy anywhere. Right. So, um, because I've realized that it's not that I don't want to go to therapy. I have done it in the past, but at this time right now, one, I'm scared of the Ronas Two, Um, I just haven't found the right therapist and I know that there which ways to kind of go about doing it but right now Dr. Phil's doing the trick for me you know and um... oh goodness
0: I do want (laughs) to I do want to say in in looking and looking at how to combat self-sabotage uh one of the ways in which to resolve this issue is simply exhibiting your self-sabotaging behaviors um It's possible to evaluate your self-sabotaging level by paying close attention to your behaviors. And I just want to, I guess, ask you before we get out of here: Is this something that you're looking to resolve, or are you completely fine with moving forward in your dating and love life by acting this way? Oh God, no! It's
2: got to be fixed because there's, I can't, I can't continue to do what I'm doing and expect a positive. Um, uh, result. You know. Right. So, um, for me at this point in the journey of you know this the world and the way things are, I tend to like I'll call myself on it right then and say, "Oh, you did it again. Oh, you did it again." And then I also, even though I don't like her, there's a particular person on you know, the show that we like in Potomac and she has the self affirmations everywhere. Right. Well, I do the same thing it, on the okay. sticky notes. You know, you, you're worth it. You love this is this is this is that love is this. And, that, and anytime I hear something, whether it be from you guys or um, anywhere and I hear it and it, and it and it speaks to me, I write it down on the post it and I put it up.
0: OK, that's the way that it, it, I like that as a as a as a tip for maybe anyone listening who feels as though they're they're not the best at accepting compliments or the best at knowing their worth or value is to you know like you said place sticky notes of affirmations in places around your home that you can constantly look and reread to yourself
2: like I read them like I I specifically put them on my bathroom mirror so when I okay. brush my teeth in the morning come on being Mary Jane yes um I put that when I brush my teeth in the morning and when I brush my teeth at night um or you know I go wash my hands or whatever after I use the bathroom I'm looking at it and I'm taking mm. it in because it's it's for me, being stuck in the house is ugh, the ghetto. But it's also a time for me to kind of to, to kind of fix the things that are within me that is sabotaging me. That's why my business isn't growing. That's why my job relationships are this or this is why my relationship with this person, this guy that I I fully love, I but I can't get it together with his ass because I'd be like I don't want to be bothered with this nigga like that because of whatever is going on within me. It's me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and when people say things like, you know, how when people break up and they say, Oh, well, it's not you. It's me. Oh, it's it's me all this, all the time, all the time. It's me. But that's because I know that I self-sabotage myself and I'm, I'm not okay with it, but I'm learning to get over it and try to prosper because I can't hit 40 and not have at least a man friend. Damn.
0: So I I will say in in terms of, of wrapping this up and how I handled This that situation last week. Um, I reached out to my one friend that I knew wasn't judgmental. (laughs) Um, and pretty much just let her know, like, I can't do this. This isn't for me. I, I can't do this relationship. And she actually was able to meet him and saw a light in me that she hasn't seen in our 10 years of friendship. Um, Mandy, and, I've seen such a difference in in the past <laughs> few months. And
2: just to really quickly before we wrap it up, Mandy and I have not known each other personally at all whatsoever. Right, right. Let's let's, let's clear that I, up. Let's clear it up now. You know, I I literally started listening to her main podcast, and I started. You going can to say here, okay, don't make it seem like I'm not trying to say horrible. Decisions. I'm sorry because I, I don't know I don't know the rules, you know, because I, no, I never know. No, it's fine, yes, from Horrible Decisions. Okay. So I, I met them at Horrible Decisions one, one, one time, you know what I'm saying, when I was in band cap And then I, it just evolved eventually. I'm just really a big fan of the show. But in that, I learned a lot of things about Mandy. And so this year when she met Bay, I said, look at Mandy. Look at that growth. Look at God. Won't he do it? and it's, oh it's but it's apparent in all of your podcasts it's apparent in horrible decisions it's apparent in period says it's apparent and see the thing is that this growth that you're th- this journey that you're going through in your personal life is literally it, it is it's, it's it's growth and I love to see it I tell me
0: Thank you. Uh, you. It's crazy because, and like, like you said, it is growth. And a part of me was going to revert back to self-sabotage. And I was like, I just have to ghost him. I just have to. And then I got to laugh and read your ass for filth. There you go. Well, not only that, prior to that, I sat in bed and I was just confused with all of my feelings, with how to react, with if I was supposed to react. And so I, I, I got in my notes and i wrote down my feelings for him i didn't i didn't anticipate on sending it to him but i did and i let him re- read it and it actually you know sparked quite the the deep conversation between the two of us um but i i took a breath a, a, breath, a breather and i sat with myself and my emotions i slept on it and i didn't immediately go into putting anything into action that I knew I would later regret. And I think that that's something that a lot of us could take from in how we deal with a lot of relationships. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I don't like confrontation. So a part of me didn't want to make an argument to make it to where he hated me before I left. I literally was just going to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to slowly stop responding to his messages until this relationship fizzles. Uh, so to speak and a part of me was like but that is not what you want you want him around so why would you do this and I literally sat with that like I said I reached out to a close friend of mine mm-hmm. oh shout out to B she was it's in my breast she was in my best uh the breastfeeding episode yes. and she was just like sleep on it sleep on it sleep on it and so I I guess I want to leave out of here before I give you guys some more stats and facts at the end of this episode, I will leave off here with saying to sleep on it. Yeah. To really think because a lot of times we know our toxic behavior and we know when we're self-sabotaging something out of fear of what's to come. And if you don't sleep on it,
2: um, at least take the time to jot down that feeling in that moment and go back and look at it a little bit later and see if that's how you really feel. Write it down. Mm. I, I find I, do. I find a lot of times when I'm feeling a way about something, when I write it down, I be like, this shit don't make no damn sense. You know? And in relation, in everything, in every aspect of my life, and when I write it down and look at it and see how ridiculous it is, I end up kind of reverting back to, okay, well, let me go back to the pot. Let me go back and stir the pot a little bit and kind of rethink this decision before I... Ghost this man before I Tell him that I love him before I You know uh, say, hey, Send a hey big head message I, I go back and I sit down And I reflect on okay who am I sending This to are they worthy of this And is it worth my mm-hmm. time
0: Is it worth Your time I think that's That's one of the biggest Takeaways like is it worth Your time and I, and think, I think that, that we need to- that man. It's worth your Shut time. up time and no, me too girl me too jesus i hate it well, well tammy it. you always have gems to drop um and if, if any of my listeners are looking for another podcast go ahead and share where everyone listening to period sis can catch you
2: okay when y'all get li- done listening to period sis in my mind that's the way i that's the way i read it i don't know um <laughs> You can catch me, uh, Trash Can Tam, a.k.a. Tammy, um, over at Reality The Pod. That's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, like you sip and tea. The Pod, where we talk about um, all things reality TV. Um, on all social media platforms, you can find me at Trash Can Tam. You can listen to our podcast on all streaming platforms. Um, we're up on Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. You know the gamut of places where you find the things, you know. Um, you can find me on social media. You know, everywhere you stalk X is at your can tam. Uh, spelled like you hear it. And um, I really appreciate the opportunity, Mandy. Uh, we've been planning this for a while. It's just never.
0: Uh, I out. know. I know. I'm, I'm also the worst just with scheduling, with everything going on. And, you know, it's the holidays. Uh, I hope everyone by this time listening, I hope everyone has enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Yeah, go and eat that damn turkey you know what I mean you you, you feel me well at this point go ahead and work it off Uh don't be shy to go out there and run or or get your ass in the gym if your state isn't on lockdown yet with these COVID cases right you're
2: gonna fuck around and run into your next man literally
0: literally well Tammy thank you so much for joining me and as always guys stay tuned for a few stats and facts regarding self-sabotage and thank you once again Tammy for joining me on period thank you guys bye
1: Most of us, I know myself, I've sat on a couch, had an anxiety-provoking thought, you know, worried about something happening, typically something not positive happening. And I, myself, at least, have thrown my body into a complete reaction. I would start to feel panicked. So a lot of us are repeating the same emotional experiences too. And the way we identify that is we watch ourselves, observe yourself. The large majority of us are in autopilot all day long. We wake up and we don't really consider the choices that we're making through the day. Uh, part of our brain, those of you who are familiar with my work, probably hear me go on and on about the subconscious, that's where those patterns are stored. So when we wake up, pay attention to how many choices you're making for yourself that day, or is your autopilot determining your day to day? And chances are, You are conditioned. You are repeating those same patterns, even if you intend to do differently.
0: I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I know it was a little bit different because we weren't digging into the depths of your box, but still, um, I thought that having these conversations on this platform were just as important. Again, mental health and understanding your behaviors Um, can affect a lot of things. And what's crazy is guys, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok. I'm not, but I'm heavily on Twitter. And I came across a lot of healthcare professionals explaining how depression and your mental health actually can affect BV and the way your vagina smells and tastes. So guys, just know that Self-sabotaging, of course, has a lot to do with just fears and where you feel like you're going and you wanting to just try to control it and stop it. I shared a lot about how I've been feeling that way myself. But what's crazy is that in fact, depression, anxiety, how you behave, how you're feeling, how your emotions are actually has a clear response to your pH balance. So yes, we know that the things that we put in our body and sometimes the clothing we decide to wear shit, everything at this point affects our pH balance. So again, I I wanted to share this. I really hope that some of you guys took away some things from this episode and decide to look at maybe some of the behaviors you have in yourself, uh, that may be stopping you from experiencing love, from having a relationship with the person you're dealing with now, from expressing your real feelings, uh, because maybe you're dealing with a guy and You're realizing that he's not giving you what you want, but out of fear, you don't want to question him or ask for more. I think we do this so often. Um, And again, guys, just thank you guys so much for your support. Again, I have a few more episodes coming before we wrap up for the year. I will be going ghost for the last two weeks of December. So we have another two more episodes here in 2020 before we knock off 2021 with a bang. We are dropping our next box. So our next official box will be dropping the second week of January. So make sure you head on over to officialboxowner.com and join the mailing list because You guys will be notified first as to the drop and to when you can sign up and purchase. Again, you could still sign up for the subscription portion. And then as always, we're going to allow you guys to sign up for some one-off boxes. So I just want to thank you guys for all of your support. Once again, follow me on social media at Official Box Owner or my personal page at Full Court Pumps. And I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to yet another episode of Period Sis that's all folks until next time see you guys bye